0: But if you don't know how to choose your thinking, how to choose your thoughts, how to respond to the circumstances that you experience by choosing how you want to think, then you will be a reactive human being. And I would say 99.9% of the people out there are simply in reactivity. Welcome to the Unstoppable Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Amira Alvarez, and I am super excited that you are here if you are a loyal listener. Thank you so much for coming back and listening again and again. We love our listeners, and if it's your first time here, I hope you are engaged with the material and you come back again and again to keep learning and listening to additional podcast episodes. So let's get started today. I'm bringing to you one sentence, one particular sentence from Napoleon Hill's great book, the classic Think and Grow Rich. This book has made more millionaires than any other book out there. There are so many self-development books out there now, so many books on leadership, on business, on how to grow a business now. We are inundated by information. And quite frankly, I keep going back to this book, even though I go and build my my repertoire of knowledge, studying other people and and different thinkers, even different philosophers from contemporary day and age and, and in the past. This book is so clear about how to create what you want, whether that's in business or in your personal life then I keep going back to it again and again and again, and I suggest that you do as well. Today, I want to bring to you the first sentence in this book, the very first sentence in Chapter 1 of Think and Grow Rich. It says, truly, thoughts are things, and powerful things at that. When they are mixed with definitiveness of purpose, persistence, and a burning desire for their translation into riches, or other material objects. This is what we're going to be talking about today. How are thoughts things? Now he puts quotes around those, that phrase, thoughts are things, because of course, thoughts are thoughts. They're not things. They're not things we can touch. You can't see your thinking. You can't touch your thinking. You can't taste your thinking, right? You can't, you, you can't smell your thinking, okay? But you know that you think. You are aware that you think, you know that you have thoughts, and those thoughts do become things through the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. We're going to dive into that today because this law is so critical to understand. And what Hill is saying here is that what you think about and hold in your heart, get emotionally invested in, eventually comes out through the actions you take as a result. And that result is a thing you have made manifest. You have created something from nothing. Nothing is not actually an accurate term because your thoughts are not nothing. They are something too, but they are not materialized. They are non-form, ether, if you will. They are not substance that you can interact with with your senses. And yet you are aware that you think and you have the power to think and you have the power to choose what you think. And if you choose wisely, what you think about will become made manifest in your life. It's the law. Now, Many people talk about this in a very woo-woo kind of way. And I want to give you very practical application of it, a practical understanding of it, a practical way of using it. Okay, but first you need to understand how it works, how it works. So the law of perpetual transmutation of energy says that the energy is always moving through you and as you. And it will take the form of your thinking, and it will transmute, which is a fancy word for transform or change form from non-form into form. Everything is moving into form and then back out of form, again and again and again. This is a natural law of the universe. Think of a tree: the seed grows, it becomes a tree. The Leaves drop from the tree and they compost in the, the ground. That compost turns into peat. That peat turns into energy. You're going to use it to heat your stove. Then that heat is let off as energy and it becomes non-form, right? And it's a whole cycle of this, Okay. Or you could, if you don't understand the peat analogy, those leaves drop in compost and they fertilize the next seed that comes up and grows. Nothing is ever lost or created. Everything that's ever been here is here now, just in a different form. And it's constantly cycling through form and out of form. So water is an even simpler example of this. Water, when heated, becomes steam. Steam condenses and becomes water. If you freeze it, it becomes ice. It is just changing form. It is just changing form. Your thoughts change the form of all the energy that is moving through you. All the energy in this world is moving through you. You have access to it. And when you think a particular thought, your energy changes, you become emotionally involved with that idea. We call that a feeling. You feel happy, you're vibrating at a particular frequency. You feel sad, you're vibrating at a particular frequency. You feel angry, you're vibrating at a particular frequency. You feel inspired, enthusiastic, hopeful, all of those are different frequencies. If you're in guilt and shame and blame and confusion and self-doubt, that's a different frequency. And many business owners live in that frequency of doubt, uncertainty, confusion, overwhelm, frustration, annoyance, even blame, even shame, even guilt. I didn't make payroll this month. Shame, shame, shame. Okay. And then that perpetuates itself. I made a sale, yay, that perpetuates itself. And of course, it sounds great to live on the highs. But the truth is, you must learn how to experience all that life has to experience with a neutral response, a positive, but neutral response, meaning Not too high, not too low, so that you can constantly evolve. You don't let your ego get in the way when it gets too high and you don't get diminished or denigrate yourself when it goes low. You just use the law of cause and effect to understand what cause you put into effect and how to change that. But if you don't know how to choose your thinking, how to choose your thoughts, how to respond to the circumstances that you experience by choosing how you want to think, then you will be a reactive human being. And I would say 99.9% of the people out there are simply in reactivity. They're just reacting to what's happening to them. And they think it's happening to them instead of recognizing that this is a result and that I am a creative Being, I create my outcomes. So I get to choose how I'm going to respond to this situation. So let's bring this back to a business example. Let's say uh, a team member messes up with something and you you just want to scream like, come on, can't you get it together? Like, what's so hard about this? Okay. In your head, you're saying that and that you're getting emotionally involved with, even if you don't Articulate it. Now, step one is to change your articulation. Absolutely, but step two, going into the, a level of mastery, is to change your emotional response. Because if you just change the words, you do change something. Okay, it's not without different result. However, we live in an energetic universe, a vibrational universe, and that energy of, come on, can't you get your act together? You've let me down. You're messing up. You're not good enough. You're critiquing them in your vibration, in how you actually feel. That is what's actually getting communicated. And this is what we call a double bind. When someone says something, but their energy says something else. So your action from this is to shift your emotional state in the moment and you can do that by understanding that what you give out comes back to you in the form of a result so why not if you don't want to do it for them right if you just want to be all about you why don't you change what you're giving out if you're giving out you're not good enough you're effing up That is the result you're going to get back. Now, who wants that? I don't want that. So I need to change what I'm giving out. Now, this is an iterative process. This means if you're looking at yourself and you realize, oops, I'm doing that here, 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 and here. Wow, I'm doing that 90% of the time. Okay, great. You're not doing it 10% of the time. Let's make it 89% of the time. Let's keep working the process, becoming aware at a higher and higher level So that you can then change your outcomes. And each time you you recognize this, you make a shift. You make a different choice. Eventually, and it doesn't take that long, you become someone who no longer reacts that way. You become someone who is no longer that. But you probably won't do it the first instant that you recognize this in yourself. I'm constantly, continuously recognizing where I want to up-level. I do not make myself wrong or bad for not being perfect. I just go, oh, look, great job noticing that. I'd like a different result. I'm going to make a different choice right now. I'm going to think something different so I can feel something different so that I can take different action so that I get a different result. And this law of perpetual transmutation of energy is always happening. It's the law. It's not not happening because you didn't know it existed. It's always happening with everyone, whether you're conscious of it or unconscious of it. So now that you understand to some degree this law, how are you going to use your power to choose, which is your greatest power, your power to choose your thinking? to make choices in favor of yourself and for more life for you and everyone you interact with, okay? So if, let's say, you have self-doubt. If you are thinking about self-doubt, like what would be an example of self-doubt? Is this the right thing to do? I'm not sure if I'm good enough for this. I'm, I'm not sure about whether this is the right thing or that is the right thing. Now, this is different than, let me clarify here. This is different than, I'm new to this experience. I'd like to talk to someone who has more experience here to get their input and guidance, and then I'll make my, my decision about how to move forward. That's smart. That's smart. That's asking good questions. That's recognizing that other people have gone before you and probably have some experience, but it's not diminishing yourself. It's not saying I'm not good enough and I don't know what to do. So if you find yourself really hesitant making decisions, that is an example of self-doubt. And that then gets created, right? That is a great example. So if you doubt yourself, you feel uncertain, that's the feeling, and the action is resistance to making decisions, delay in making decisions, not deciding quickly. So the results that you get are slower or the opportunity passes you by because you didn't make that decision. You let it go past you. So you never get ahead. You never get ahead. So the results you get in business, it takes you longer to raise your income level. It takes you longer to hire team. It takes you longer to get help. It takes you longer to bring a product to market. It takes you longer to call that person back and offer, you know, the the services or present the proposal. And that has a direct effect on your bottom line. And then it's self-perpetuating. You wait two weeks, three weeks to submit the proposal. That person, that potential client, they've gone and found someone else already. That's happening right now for me. I'm waiting on someone to give me a proposal. And I'm like, Come on already. We had a great conversation. Where's the proposal? Why do I need to chase you? I'm going to go find someone who is ready to serve me and my needs right now. I'm a buying customer. I'm ready to spend money. I want this service. I need help doing something. Why has this already been a week? Doesn't make sense to me. And, and it lowers my confidence level in this person. My trust level goes down. So I probably won't work with this person. That is how you create results. These are negative results, right? Create results through the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. That person is probably overthinking, in doubt, doesn't know how to pull it together, is overwhelmed by the, the size and quantity of the, the project, whatever it is. I'm, making up, I'm guessing here but she's having some sort of thoughts that are putting her into a feeling state of nervousness or uncertainty or overwhelm. And so she is not taking action, which would be writing the proposal. So then the result is, I find someone else to work with. That is how the law of perpetual transmutation of energy works. That's how thoughts become things. In this case, the thing is not enough income for that person. Guessing here, okay? She's doing this all the time with her proposals. She's getting the result of not enough income. Now, what if she wants to raise her income level? Well, then she has to think differently. I can do this. This is great that I have this new client at this level. I want this job. How can I make this easy? How can I make this work? What would I need? What would I need to do to make this work? Those are all thoughts that would put her into a feeling state, a vibration, a frequency of yes, can do, which would have caused her to create a proposal much quicker to which she would have a higher likelihood of me saying yes and having a new client who pays her. That's a thing. The money becomes a thing. The result of her work is a thing but it starts with that thought. Okay. Now let's go to the second part of Napoleon Hill's first sentence in Think and Grow Rich. And I'm going to repeat it for you. Truly thoughts are things and powerful things at that when they're mixed with definitiveness of purpose, persistence, and a burning desire for their translation into riches or other material objects. So the second part is when they are mixed with definitiveness of purpose. Definitiveness of purpose. So what does that mean? Well, oftentimes people get really hung up on this because they think they need to understand their larger purpose in life. Now, if you already know your larger purpose in life, that is fantastic. It took me years to get there. And Quite frankly, it's still evolving, right? As I live and grow, it becomes more crystallized, clearer, uh, more definitive. However, maybe three or four years ago, it dropped in for me. But before that, I didn't know what my purpose in life was. And I got a little hung up when people said, you need to know what your purpose is. That threw me for a loop. You can have an immediate purpose or a small purpose, or you can have a life purpose or a life mission. Both count, okay? You can start off small. What is my purpose today? What is my goal for today? What is my intention for today? What is the immediate thing that I'm going after? Maybe it's the thing for this month or this year or this sprint in your business. What is the immediate thing that you want? Now, a purpose purpose is a reason for doing something one's objective objective for doing something one's reason must be clear also this is super important clarity is huge clarity is huge I have a little framed statement on my desk that says when I get clear I'm a master manifester and it's there to represent for me how much Clarity plays in this game that we live in that called life, the game of life, right? Like, if I want something, I need to be clear about what I want. A lot of people say they'd like to make more money or they'd like to be rich or they'd like to be wealthy. Well, what does that actually mean to you? Do you know how much money you want to make this year, this month, this week, today? Do you know what being wealthy means or rich? Got to get clear on that. What does healthy mean for you? Let's take it out of the financial world for a moment. What does living a great life mean to you? What does being in a great relationship mean to you? Get clear, okay? Get clear. You must have clarity. I want to grow my business. That's not clear enough, okay? Or I want to make an impact. What kind of impact? Not just with money goals, okay? Okay. Okay. Think about, think about what you want your days to look like. What do you want your life to look like? What do you want your life to look like? What do you want your relationships to look like? All of that is so important. Okay. You've chosen it. Okay. And you have to really want it definitively. That's the, that's the third part of this. Okay. I'm jumping all around here. I'm going to hold off on that for a second, but you must have A definitive purpose. And for me, I talk about this a lot. I started off with the breadcrumbs of desire, which meant that I just started off with the next thing that I wanted because I didn't have a bigger purpose. I couldn't tap into it. And it started off with the very basic, basic things. Hmm, I I want a glass of water. Okay, I'll go get a glass of water. I want to go to the bathroom why am I sitting here holding it while I do another thing on my laptop, right? Like I needed to figure out what these really basic wants were. And then I could build off of those basic wants and get clearer about bigger wants. And then those became purposes, something that I really, a definitive objective in my life. Okay. Something that I really, Knew why I wanted it, but first I had to start off with just I want that. And for those of you who don't know my story, my big quantum leap came from me saying I want to make a million dollars. I didn't have a clue what my purpose was then, maybe a little bit of a hint, but that was my definitive objective for that year. And I went from making one thirty-eight to making seven hundred k. So I did not make. The million dollars I did later, but I did not make the million dollars. But I five times my income and I went from 138 to 700 K, which I would never have been able to do if I hadn't held that clear objective, that clear goal. Okay. So you need that. You need a definitive purpose and it can be short term. That was that year's goal or it can be long term. And then he says, you need to be persistent. You need to go after that goal with persistence. This is one of the things that I see that gets people all messed up. They start off with a lot of inspiration and motivation. They're staying accountable for a short period of time. And then they go off the rails because the thing that they want didn't come in instantaneously. And so they start going into self-doubt and all this other stuff that gets, gets them off track. Through the law of perpetual transmutation of energy, they go back into their habitual way of thinking and they go off track again. They don't stay accountable and they, therefore they don't stay persistent with their goals. And there's so many reasons for this. I'd love to teach you all of them. I highly suggest that you come to the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. We're going to go into all of this in so much more detail. If you're interested in that, you can check it out at theunstoppablewoman.com slash summit. It's May 14th, 15th, and 16th, and we're doing it in person. If you are someone who feels comfortable traveling at this point, Or you can join us virtually. We're doing a live stream, which I'm super excited about. All the stuff that we're doing for folks during the live stream. So check that out. So you have to stay persistent. And there's so many things that take people out of the game and create these gaps in time where they lose their motivation. They lose their focus. They lose their ability to to work constructively. And it slows down their ability to do what they want in life and achieve their definite purpose, whatever their goal is. And if you're someone who wants to increase their cash flow in their business, this is about knowing what your business plan is, knowing what the steps are in your business, and then actually staying the course and doing it regardless of the ups and downs regardless of what comes back to you, being persistent in your movement forward and not losing the trail, okay? Or, or creating big delays there. And then the third part of this is a burning desire for their translation. So these thoughts translated into riches or other material objects. So you have to really want your financial goal, You have to really want it. And yet so many people, so many people have some sort of double bind around making money. They're confused. Is this bad? I heard that rich people are, you know, greedy bastards. I heard that rich people alienate everyone around them and are rude and mean humans. I heard that rich people only got rich through doing unethical things. I heard that, you know, money doesn't buy happiness, which is true, it doesn't. It never was meant to buy happiness. It's meant to buy pretty clothes and nice houses and dog food and send your kids to college and go on vacations and put food on the table, right? Like money is... A currency, money is used to exchange goods and services. It wasn't meant to buy happiness. But if you have all of these confused ideas, double binds, or fears that something bad is going to happen to you, some unintended and negative consequence is going to happen, you will negate your progress towards achieving your definite purpose, Okay. It will feel, not feel, it will be that you don't really want it. You will be self-sabotaging. You will be getting in your own way. So you have to deal with those subconscious blocks, those self-sabotaging, that self-sabotaging behavior that says, oh, maybe it's not right or good to want what I want. You have to look at that and clear it. Okay, with that, rock it out, be unstoppable. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Tell your friends about it. We would love to have your friends listening to these podcasts as well and becoming more and more unstoppable in their own lives. I hope you have enjoyed this material and have gotten a ton out of it. Okay, rock it out, be unstoppable. Catch you in the next episode. Ever feel like you're swimming upstream and that there's got to be an easier way to make money and scale your business? Well, it's time to get out of your own way and eliminate that confusion and overwhelm. Join us at the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit, where I'll show you exactly what's required to scale quickly and how to apply the universal laws to your business. Learn more and grab your ticket at the unstoppablewoman.com summit.